You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. And welcome to the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn Hart. And this morning, uh, why would you vote for ACT? Um, we'll look into this shortly. Uh, Christchurch, is it going ahead or is it go no go? Uh, Picton definitely has the uh, opportunity to go from strength to strength this year and Mitch McConnell's not going anywhere because he's frozen. But before any of that, tax policy again? Are we ever going to stop talking about tax? Now what makes the National Party's tax plan a winner of several fold? One, it's substantive. It's not pocket change for many, it's a material boost to their income. Two, it starts from day one, so what you get arrives immediately, not after years. Three, the taxes aren't the sort of thing that will scare people, i.e. an immigrant or an investor pays more to enter the country. Who's to complain about that? Four, some of the savings, the consultants and $400 million are already on the table from this government. Five, it allays fears around things like foreign house buyers, nothing under $2 million, so it protects the first home buyer. Over $2 million, you pay for the privilege. Six, it's obvious like the bracket changes. They're years overdue. Seven, it's a genuine ideological difference to the government's way of doing things. Eight, it's bold. It's bigger than everyone thought, i.e. Labour tried to freak us all out at the bill of 11 billion. It's actually 14. Nine, it comes with one of the most powerful political messages you can get. If you want to work hard, you can get ahead. The current government destroyed that theory, favoured the few, normally based on race and lack of contribution, hence the malaise that sits over the countryside today. And as such, 10, it sits bang in the centre of where they wanted to be, Middle New Zealand. Middle New Zealand not only swing elections, we have been the biggest victims of the past six years. Actually getting up and grafting has not been rewarded. That at least in part recognises and gets addressed here. The area you can ask questions on, when they rely on new streams of revenue, i.e. online gambling, you never know whether the figures are real until they actually happen or not. If the migrants don't come, and don't pay the visa fees, and buy the houses with a new tax, then what? There's a question. But in theory, it works. In theory, if you build a good country, they will always come, of course. They certainly lined up when we had a rock star economy. So national, you can keep more of your own money, versus labour, they will spend it on your behalf. It's a good contest of ideas. But given what was at stake, given the build-up and the hype, this was national's best day yet, and by some margin. They were already ahead in the polls and tracking to government. This does them no harm at all. It pretty much does what they said it would, be a critic if you want, but you will be working pretty hard to find the cracks. So, uh, yep, yeah, uh, Mike loves it, except uh, then when Nicola Willis came on to spruik it this morning, he gave it quite a hard time about the forecasts and that all the forecasts have to come true in order for it to work. So that was quite fun to listen to. The rewrap. Uh, meanwhile, uh, people have said some strange things this morning off the back of National's tax policy. Uh, that it makes them want to vote for ACT. Hang on, I don't quite understand what's happening. Mike, nice to hear some of your searching questions answered directly versus them being avoided or refuted. Nicola was a um, better spoken than all the Labour guests you've had on. Let's hope the rest of New Zealand tuned in. Don't worry, the rest of New Zealand's tuned in. Here's the other one. I think ACT would have picked up thousands of property investor votes with national only phasing and interest deductibility. Let me come back to that. What these texts indicate to me, and there's nothing wrong, vote for whoever you like, I don't care. But when you imply that thousands of people are going to suddenly go to act because of what they've just heard from National, think about the implications and ramifications of what you're saying. What is it you're hoping is happening? What you're hoping is happening is that more people vote act and what? 
what? So you're thinking you're going to engineer the election, don't you? You're thinking by more people voting for ACT, all of a sudden policies that you like are going to come to pass. Quick, quick message, and I'll fill it out at the end of the news. ACT don't have any bottom lines. So how do they become policy? Yeah, it's almost like this whole MMP thing uh, doesn't really work properly. Shame. Given that that's how we vote people into power. Oh, well. The rewrap. In Christchurch, uh, Mike's been a fan of Christchurch. Uh, he thought it's, it's been going really, really well. And then he went down there uh, uh, this last weekend and things seem to have stalled somewhat. Christchurch, question for you this morning. Christchurch, what is going on? So I'm noticing a trend here. Regulars will know that, one, I love Christchurch. Two, I want to move there for a variety of reasons. Uh, we've been travelling to Christchurch a little bit over the last couple of years. Now, the value of that is you get to see progress, or in this case, lack of progress. Where is the progress? Now, there's been attention on the so-called major projects. There has been far too much attention, for example, on the stadium and its lack of progress. There has been a dangerous amount of attention, not to mention frustration over that cathedral. But what about all the blank spaces, all those blank areas? Are the bits and pieces around town that just aren't turning into anything but car parks? So in the past handful of years, I have noticed on the edge of the city heading what I would call east towards Linwood, the city stops. Not much past New Regent Street, right? Now, you don't need to know the city uh, to know what I'm trying to describe here. One minute you have town, downtown, the CBD. Across the road you've got, well, not a lot. There are a ludicrous number of car parks. Why? Because they're vacant land. They're shingle paddocks with Wilson signs all over them. Now, I don't blame Wilsons. If I was staring at endless amounts of empty land, I'd grab one too and... Make it into a car park. My mother, who is 80, and perhaps on the conservative side, wonders what the hurry is in that nothing needs to be done now kind of way that so many people in Christchurch seem to think like. She tells me there are still people getting over the earthquake, as though the earthquake was six months ago instead of a dozen years ago. On the 10th anniversary, I wondered out loud on this program whether things hadn't been a little bit slow, whether there might be a regret or two over the lack of cohesion and slowness of decisions. I wonder that more now and with increasing alarm. How many times am I heading back to town to try and convince my wife to move where she quite rightly points out, move to what? The city is stalled. The city takes a dozen years to build anything. You see, the best small city in the world was the dream. Remember that? It is still more than possible. I'm just hoping it happens in my lifetime. Oh, that's a big call. I mean, Mike is very, very old. Much, much, much older than I am. I'll probably see it, but man, I don't know. The rewrap. Uh, we're going to carry on sort of doing a little regional check-in around the country and have a look at what's going on in Picton. Uh, now, if, you, if you're wondering what Mike's talking about at the beginning of this cut, uh, we found out there were, there were a lot of people working behind the scenes at Health NZ. Uh, in fact, there are about 16,000 people that were not quite sure what they do. And, and so we were looking up different places in the country today that have a population of that much or less. Picton, good morning. How many people in Picton? We got in this dumb job. As soon as the bloke on the, from the health said, you know, there's 16,500 people on the back desk, we started Googling left, right and centre all the cities around the uh, towns around the, city, the country that were, you know, 16,500. And, and Glenn, we got to Picton. Glenn thought there were um, 287,000 people in Picton. So no, we had, I was just surprised to find that it was less than 5,000. Yeah, see, I would, have, I would have guessed six or seven myself. But um, Picton's a little bit smaller than you think. Anyway, here's the good news, and this is why it's so important, this is why I raise it, is you're expecting 55 cruise ships this summer. That's fantastic. Last summer there was 47, and last summer was sort of in that kind of we're getting back into it, but not really post-COVID thing. 
Uh, a third of the passengers arrange pre-booked tours and another third uh, usually get out and explore, which leaves a third third sort of sitting on the boat going, this is so much better than going to Picton. What a weird thing. If, if you're on a boat, why wouldn't you get off? Well, you might be in the spa. Yeah, I suppose you could be. Uh, anyway, they're might excited. Be watching a show. And, and so you should be, because if you look at the number of ships, if you go back to 18 and 19, 2018, 2019, 44 ships came to town. Uh, 19 and 20, it was 48. Then, of course, 21, 22, and 20, uh, 21, 22, it was zero and zero. Last year, as I say, 47. This year, 55. So you're setting records, is what I'm saying. It's going to be a really big, not just for Picton, but other you know ports around the country, including places like Christchurch and Wellington and Tauranga and Northland, etc. It's going to be a huge summer in terms of cruises, which is super, super exciting. You might be at the buffet. Could be at the buffet. Oh, I think they close the buffet when you come into port. I don't think there's an ongoing You might buff. be sleeping off a yeah, it could be. late night dancing at the club yeah. the night before. Could be a bit of that. But yeah, potentially, if you've got two cruise ships in and at once in Picton, you're doubling the population right there. Uh, you don't know where you are. Who Who's living there and who's on a boat? Fun times. The rewrap. Uh, Mitch McConnell didn't quite know where he was uh, today. Unfortunately for him, this is the second time it's happened. Uh, have a listen to nothing. The Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who's become famous lately of, well, basically freezing in front of the camera, did it a month or so back, and people worried about his health. He's gone and done it again moments ago. My thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. He's frozen. <clears throat> Still frozen. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Still frozen. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. So um, he's he's in trouble. They're going to have to do something between him and Pelosi and the other geriatrics, not not to mention the president. Uh, they might have a look at the um, the old age and health limit. If you get a chance, see if you can find the footage of of this from side on, because it shows that not only does he freeze, but like he, he just you know has that blank stare and doesn't say anything. His whole body becomes rigid and. And you can actually see that the woman uh, who you heard in that cut, cut, she she tries to pry his arm off the lectern and can't even get. It's it's quite amazing. It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of somebody who's got obvious health issues. What I am trying to make fun of the fact is that America is still electing that person to high office. Anyway, I am Glenn. That was the rewrap. I can't talk. I can hardly move by the end of the day at the moment. It's still a bit stiff from the old uh, broken shoulder. Um, but I'll try and unfreeze myself and uh, we'll be back with you with another rewrap tomorrow. The rewrap. The rewrap. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.